If getting into a great relationship is like taking a lovely cruise on the love boat, is masturbating like rowing the lust dinghy across a pond? I think so. Welcome to another episode of Coyote Tales. My name is Donna Shannon, Donna Coyote, Donna whatever the fuck you want to call me. But it is a special day. Oh, yes, it is. As I sit here recording this, it is actually Valentine's Day 2020. And I hate everything about fucking Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. It is absolutely the worst holiday of them all. Ugh, just, ugh, I hate everything about it. I hate cupids. I hate hearts that are not anatomically correct. Pink can just go fuck off. I don't even like the color. Just not my bag at all. And for the first 10 years of our marriage, Ryan thought this was like a trap, right? Because I would tell him every year, I don't want a damn thing for Valentine's Day. Just save your money. This thing is a waste. And, you know, like any well-trained male out there with a sense in his head, he's going, oh my God, it's totally a trap. She's going to say she doesn't want something, but she totally wants something. And if I don't get something, I am fucked. So he'd be like, are you sure you don't want anything for Valentine's Day? I'm like, yes, it's a waste of money. I will be literally pissed off and ream you a new one if you're getting me anything for Valentine's Day. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, I am sure. I am not fucking with you. I don't want a thing for Valentine's Day. But now he gets it. He totally gets it. It's not a trap. It's no Admiral Bar syndrome here. I'm not going, don't go, it's a trap. It's not. It's really honestly true. I just don't like anything about this holiday. So let me give you a little bit of history on why I don't care for this particular holiday. It all goes back to my childhood. Yep. Specifically elementary school. We all had to do that thing where you had to make a box and decorate it to get all your valentines and every classroom got a list of all the other kids and you had to buy those like really cheap ass lame things you know you know what i mean you've seen them you hate them too we all do and then on the day of valentines we all had to have a party and we all had to sit there in a big circle or at our desks and open our boxes and see everything that we got this was like the most hideous of all experiences because I was extremely bullied in elementary school. I was a well-hated kid. Not a good situation to be in at all. I mean, kids would use like really weird taunts like you're more depressed than Charlie Brown. What the fuck is that? How is that even a taunt? Okay, whatever. You psychos. You call me crazy. Whatever. So anyways, I opened up my box and I always, without fail, had the least amount of Valentines than anybody else in the class. I was that loser. Then I would like open them up and there would be notes like, oh, why don't you go die? Yeah, this was before social media, so they had to put it in writing and 
put it in your Valentine's box instead of hound you on your phone. Or it's like I'd open another one and like, I'm only giving you this because my mom says I have to. It's like, oh, thanks, dickwad. And you smell. And just all the other rest of the horrifying things. So the only bright spot of this day was after I got home and I like cry my eyes out up in my room again, again, every year. The only thing I had to look forward to was my dad would come in and he would have a gigantic box, one of those hearts with filled with all those, you know, nougaty kind of candies in it. And it was all like, oh, the other kids might think I suck, but at least my dad loves me. And it was the only good thing I got out of the day. So a few years ago, I was telling my dad this story and he goes, hey, Donna, you know, I bought that candy on the 15th. I got it on clearance. You didn't actually get that on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, what? Dad, why are you telling me that? That's the only good thing I had out of this. I'm like, so that's why Valentine's Day doesn't goddamn matter. But absolutely, I do want my clearance candy. But I'm a self-supporting strong woman. I'll go buy the only candy that I want. But even with Valentine's Day aside, I, I really do love Ryan. And I don't need a special day to tell him that, right? I can appreciate him every day. But you know what? When you've been married for 14 years, sometimes it just kind of gets pushed along the side and we fall into our ruts. And it wasn't until like last year when a friend pointed out to me just how perfectly paired we really are. You know, and if I can get serious for a moment, you know, it's so easy to take someone for granted when you're in a long-term relationship, you know, but the key to making it work lies in that conscious decision to see something. And I mean, really see something in your partner and cherish it. So I was thinking about that. And at night, Ryan goes to bed before I do. And I'm sitting there and I'm reading and I'm in bed and I look over at him and I just, get filled with that warm feeling of love in my chest. And I just really appreciate everything he does for me and the way we've grown together over this past almost 15 years. And I reach out and I lay my hand on his shoulder and I'm sending out loving energy right down my arm, like just a radiating warmth that goes into his shoulder just to let him know that in that moment, I saw him and loved him for everything that he is. And I, I scared the living shit out of him. I mean, oh my God, all of a sudden there's a six foot four, 300 pound naked man jumping out of bed, running around my bedroom screaming, ghosts, ghosts. I was like, oh shit. No, it's just me showing that I love you. I guess that it's so rare when I do that, that it comes across as the cold-hearted clutch of a banshee on his shoulder and invaded his dreams. So, um, yeah, I think I need to do a better job of expressing my love every day. So the other 
horrible thing about Valentine's Day is all the romantic movies on TV and on cable and on suggested on my streaming services and everything else. I'm like, oh my god, barf. Ugh. I hate romance movies. I hate it's ugh, they're just horrifying, you know. They're they're definitely not my thing. I mean, I am into horror, sci-fi, some fantasy, war movies, comedies of course, prison movies. Maybe even some old classic porn, but anything pretty much over romance. Ugh. And, uh, now, I, I admit, I'm a woman, I have a vagina, so there are a few exceptions to this rule. First and foremost is Man from Snowy River from 1982. It has Kirk Douglas playing twin brothers, but they're not even the romantic people, so that's a good thing. But I honestly never even realized that this was a romance movie until like a few years ago when I was like trying to explain it to somebody. So it's set in Australia in like the late 1800s and there's this mountain boy who uh, is trying, they're trying to catch some of the wild horses and stuff like this and his dad gets killed so he has to take a job at this ranch down there and he falls in love with the rancher's daughter and all the rest of this but you know I was all like man it's like this, this is a romance? What the hell? I thought this was about horses and Australia and cowboys and old prospectors and stuff like this. I had no clue that it was a romance. And it's like, I think about my favorite parts of the movie have nothing to do with the relationship of the main characters. Like my absolute favorite thing is when the main character, whatever his name is, is like, He's rounding up the whole herd of wild horses and he's chasing them down a great big hill and it's just, it's slow motion horses and snow flying up from their hooves and it's like, he comes back triumphant with all the horses and that's the best part. No, yeah, and he gets the girl too. Most importantly, he gets the horses! Yeah, and he can ride as many of the horses as he wants, but with the girl, he can only ride the one. I guess they made a second movie to it, like a follow-up but I never saw it who cares I was just into the horses so the next one is Practical Magic from 1998 which stars oh, one of my gals Sandra Bullock and if you heard my earlier shows you know that Sandra Bullock is on my cheat sheet that's right she's one of my top five that if she ever propositions me or I proposition her, that's probably more likely. And she accepts, I'm allowed to cheat with her. But uh, Practical Magic 1998, technically not a romance. They have it cataloged as a witch-based comedy slash drama. So this is really more about witches and the two sisters and their relationship. And, you know, this guy that was abusing the sister, not Sandra Bullock, the red-haired one that she kills and they bring back to life and then you know there's all these problems with this abusive dick who's returned from the grave that they got to get rid of and then it's got some really classy stuff done about witches because i'm a pagan and they really describe uh some of the wicked ideals pagan ideals there the right way so i appreciate that it's not ugly witches it's beautiful witches like and it's sandra bullock is a beautiful talented powerful witch oh yes <sighs> that one I will watch the shit out of. And finally, this one technically is classified as a romantic comedy uh, from 2009, The Proposal, again starring my gal, Sandra Bullock, 
Oh, but it also has Ryan Reynolds. What? And he's on the cheat sheet, too. And the best part of the whole movie, besides the fact that Betty White is in there as a, uh, you know, like, saucy Betty White, who's supposedly, supposedly, like, uh, Alaskan native, but fuck, Betty White, you're so white, but you're so epic, I'm almost, almost willing to forget the whitewashing on that one. Uh, but anyways, there's a scene in there where both Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds are naked and they like crash into each other. It's like unintentionally naked. They didn't know each other were naked and they just go, bam. Oh no, naked. Why are you naked? And it's like, okay, let's just slow this down. I'm going to watch the shit out of this scene. Rewind. Slow it down. It's not a porn. That's why I, you know, but I can fill in now their faces when I watch my classic porn. And now I've got excellent story and people that I'd rather see fucking. Woo. So there you go. That's the only romantic movies that I like. Uh, if you can suggest ones that you think I might want to watch, um, you can actually like put that in the comments. Maybe I'll read it. Maybe I'll watch it. Probably not. But you know, by the way, don't say love actually. The love actually sucks. I'm not going to watch that movie. Okay. Or the notebook. Fuck. I don't even write in notebooks. I'm not going to watch that movie. Okay. And don't try to put something in there ironically because you think I'm going to trick Donna into watching this. Shit. It's not going to happen. Okay. Just keep that in mind. All right, well, that's everything that I have for you today. If uh, love blooms every day, not just Valentine's Day, so don't get sucked into this phony holiday and spend extra money when it doesn't matter. And go grab your clearance candy, because that does matter. Just like my producer always reminds me to tell you, if you like what we're doing, give us a follow, give us a comment. If you don't like what we're doing, just keep it to yourself. Don't be mean. And we shall catch you next time.